today's guest, she's from Real World Back to San Diego and MTV's Challenge Battle of the Seasons. She's a challenge champ, Sam McGinn. Thank you for joining me today, Sam. Absolutely, Mike. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, too. So talk to me a little bit about your casting process and how you kind of uh, got into the real world. So my casting process was, I think, a little bit different than most of the cast members. Um, there was an open casting call that was actually in my hometown. And I didn't want to go, but my best friend at the time wanted to go. So I, I just went with her, like, to support her and her, you know, endeavor. And then I actually made it all the way through. But I tried it for season 25, which was the real world back to Las Vegas. So it was the season before mine. Um, and then when it came down to like picking cast members, things like that, I wasn't old enough to be able to live in a casino in Las Vegas. So they kept me and sent me to finals for the following season. And then that's, that's how I ended up getting cast. So, I mean, I started my process about a year and some change before I actually moved into the house. Mm -hmm. Um, did you have a location preference, um, going into it, like kind of where you hoped you guys would be, uh, staying? I, I did. I wanted to go to Australia. I wanted to, cause I knew that they were doing a bunch of like the back two seasons Yeah. and I really wanted them to do like a back two, uh, real world Sydney. And yeah. I was, I was so pumped. And then, uh, actually when they asked in my final interview, they asked me where I thought I was going and I was like. Sydney, and they're like a little bit closer. I was like, okay, Hawaii, you know, trying to think of those. And they're like, a little, I'm in, I was in LA, mind you, like a little bit closer. I'm like, just tell me. And when they told me San Diego, I was like, dude, I just went there last summer for a family vacation. Like, cool. But it turned out to be all right. Mm -hmm. Um, so obviously, you know, they kind of assign you guys, like, who you're meeting up with first going to the house. And um, you were meeting up with Zach. So who did you kind of first resonate with um, the most, you'd say, upon uh, entering the house? Um, upon entering the house, it was kind of, you know, it was, we really all spent time together. You know, the first two days or so, we were really all together. We didn't really kind of, we didn't pair off or anything like that too early just because we were trying to get, feel of the situation we were all getting used to cameras being on us 24 7 we were getting used to living in like a dorm style room because there's two or three of us to a room and you know but right after that um i i hit it off with frank right off the bat and he and i he and i got very close super quick mm -hmm. um was it kind of difficult um Obviously, because Priscilla was on that season and she was underage. So when you guys were like going out and clubbing and stuff, uh, how did that kind of play a factor into what you guys would do? Well, I don't know if you've ever been to San Diego, but all, almost, I'd say 99.9% .9 of the places in San Diego, you have to be 21. There was one bar that she, or two bars that she could go to. And one of them was called like Off Broadway or something like that. But they were so strict that in the like where the DJs and everything were, where like everybody was dancing and all that, you couldn't have alcohol. Alcohol was on like this side of the, the club, and then if you wanted to go over and dance with everybody, you had to finish your drink and then go in. Oh wow! So it was a process, and we we went out with her a couple of times, but a lot of the times we didn't go out with her. So I, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, 
it, it was her prerogative to try out for this show at the age of 19. You know, it's it's not mine, you know. You did that kind of for yourself. Right, yeah. So were you a fan of the challenge uh, prior to coming on? I actually was a huge fan of the challenge. I had never really seen the real world. I've seen, like, episodes here and there. But literally, like, every week that it was on, some of my best friends and I would get together and actually watch it. Wow. And I was always, like, I was always thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, that would be so cool. That would be so cool. And when I actually made it onto the real world, that thought didn't even, like, cross my mind until it was over. And I was like, oh, crap. Now now I can, like, now I can actually fulfill that dream of being on a show that I've watched for so yeah. long. Mm-hmm. that's awesome because i mean at least it you know hits home with me that uh, a lot of my friends actually are aren't like too aware or like um you know familiar with the challenge because they don't actually um have like reruns and stuff on mtv like they just have the live episodes and then that's pretty much that everything else is social media youtube related where you could watch it or even on like amazon prime and that kind of stuff they uh kind of get you know shafted a little bit to uh ridiculousness and catfish that's exactly what i was about to say dude i can't the the amount of episodes of ridiculousness that gets aired on daytime mtv is insanity like the amount of especially right now in a pandemic if you did i mean the challenges or the challenge seasons are what 13 or 14 episodes long something like that Mm -hmm. that's a whole day yeah i'm not saying every day but you know start at season one and be like okay this this monday you know when it's not prime time you know plots put on you know put on old episodes of road rules put on old episodes of the challenge you know put those that's kind of stuff on because if i see one more episode of the same episode of ridiculousness i'm gonna fight rob deerdeck it's gonna happen through my television get you in the octagon with him he's shorter than i am there you go. <laughs> you got one leg up on him. Something. Yeah, they should definitely make a conscious effort to kind of uh, at least make like a schedule. You know, if you if you want to, you know, put uh, ridiculousness on like most of the time, like they could definitely set like certain days like where they have ridiculousness on. At least incorporate some challenge in because I think it's uh, you know. Oh yeah, they get a lot. I think that they would get a lot more um, oh. viewers. Shoot, I'd rather watch old episodes of Silent Library than freaking Ridiculousness. Silent Library. That's an OG right there. That's a throwback. That was, yeah. Yeah. That that was entertaining. I love that show, man. Because, like, I would just bust out laughing. Like, I'm trying to be quiet with them. And then, like, they all start laughing, and I'd start laughing. And it's just like, no. It seemed like it was kind of, like, obviously the challenges, like, some of the stuff they did on Silent Library was kind of nuts, obviously. But I thought, like, it wasn't, like, as hard as they made it out to be and, like, to not, like, break, like, the sound, um, you know. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's more just comedy. Too, yeah. You know, like, do they actually have a sound meter in there? Do they not? Like, at... Yeah, there's that one on the television, but, you know, with Photoshop and editing nowadays, you can put anything on any screen at any point. Right. <laughs> um, so, you, Zach, Ashley, and Frank are Battle of the Seasons team, San Diego. Um, you're all, obviously, rookies. There was a decent amount of rookies on that season, but then you had some of your, like, vets. Um, and I'd say you guys pretty much controlled the game from the get-go. 
Um, how did you guys kind of rally the um, numbers and get uh, most of the house on your side in the beginning? Um, Frank is really good at talking to people and getting people on our side and things like that. And because we had such a strong cast of rookies, I mean, I think vets-wise, we had Big Easy, we had Kara, we had Camilla. Wes. Wes. Danny. Danny. Alton. Yep, Alton. And then, but other than that, I mean... There was so there was what eight teams of four, so there's 32 of us, and less than half were vets. So the majority was rookies. So because we had so many people that a either had never done a challenge before or had done one, but they were predominantly vets, we had a completely different demographic than what most challenge challenges are. And you do you you make alliances you. You want to get those key players out because, like, Big Easy, I love him to death. He's great. But you know what? We could have brought him and probably, I don't know, we could have brought him to a final and it would have, that would have been a layup. Like, he would have died halfway through, you Mm -hmm. know? And, but at the same time, to have them or to have those vets around longer is a lot scarier than you think. You know, what? Wes is an incredible human being as to how he manipulates people and gets in people's brains, but doesn't make it seem like manipulation. It's, it's crazy. Like Frank yelled at me one night, we were out at the bar and I was sitting in the corner. I was talking to Wes. I was like, yo, this guy's cool. And Frank was like, don't, don't just don't, he's doing it. And I can see it from across the bar. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's just a nice guy. But it was, it was to get him, you know, to get in my brain and, but that's what he does, and he does it well, and it's obviously is successful for him. Right. Yeah, no, usually the norm on the challenge is rookies kind of get picked off, you know, immediately. But that particular show, um, you know, it was definitely, uh, you know, more of new blood. So it was, I personally felt it was a breath of fresh air, you know. Um, definitely a breakaway of what we're used to seeing. Um, yeah, because you know, you guys are, you know, as fans, you know, you guys are used to seeing the same at least almost ten people every challenge, and to get on this one and to have only one real like, like pretty much that's one, yeah. Because you know, all the other ones definitely have been on, but you know, besides Kara, Camilla, and Wes, those were the only three that were consistent. Yeah, you know, and. It was a cool opportunity for us to be able to make our mark and still do it. Right. So now we're going to move into the uh, drama aspect of things. Uh, <laughs> so these, uh, there was obviously a lot of you know confrontations and uh, you know fights on that season that still are prominently talked about um, even now. So um, I'm going to ask you. Talk to me a little bit about the plant situation fight with uh, Marie when she kind of, uh, you know, what so, we didn't get to see. <laughs> so it's so funny. With that with that whole situation, if you rewatch the clip, she actually pushed Derek. And yeah. Derek fell on top of me, and then I went through the plant and busted my elbow open, like, right here. Mm-hmm. And then I hit the corner of the stone pillar with the back, right on the corner of the back of my skull. 
Wow. So, like, it was just crazy. But the way it happened so fast, like, yeah, I was mad. But at the same time, like, let her go off and let her be stupid. Like, I love her to death. Her and I are friends now. We've squashed it. Like, we Mm -hmm. laugh about it now. But it's just, it was just one of those things that, you know, will never be forgotten. Like, Sam versus Plant. Like, if Instagram yeah. and Twitter was the, the meme, if the meme game was strong back in 2012 when all that went down on television, I can't imagine what the memes would say. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, the next season was actually Rivals 2, and I know a lot of people were disappointed because they wanted uh, you and Marie on as a pair. I personally, I, I would have vouched for it, but um, I, for whatever reason, I, I think she took a little bit of a break from the show and... Uh, wasn't interested in doing it for a while. She had things going on, I think, and uh, but yeah, she had she had um in her professional uh like career that she was in at the time, um, she was actually up for like a really like decent promotion from what I understand because her and I talked about it since. But um, but yeah, she it was kind of like a get this promotion and kind of propel your personal life or take this chance and miss it and then you're on TV again. And yeah. you know, she, she took the professional development court or route and, you know, I, I don't blame her for it. I think it was awesome. And I definitely wish I would have, um, or she would have said yes because they, they called me right away. Like, I don't think, I think I was home for maybe six months and then they, they called me again. And I was like, I was like, absolutely. Because I mean, Take me, take me somewhere awesome, and let me, and fly me there, and let me travel for free. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. No, I couldn't see uh, too many people wanting to uh, face you guys in elimination, though. You know, but the the big difference is is that, like now, I don't know, I don't know if I would do another one now. You know, just because. I'm older. I've got, I have a really, I have a great job that I love that I help people every day. And I just don't know if it's worth a, I've got a perfect record. Why would I I destroy that? Yeah. And nowadays the challenges are insanity. Like I, I thought the stuff that we did was hard. Half the stuff that I see now, I'm like, nah. Yeah. yeah. Insane. Um, another fight that happened um, that actually today I was getting it uh, retweeted to me on Twitter. A lot of people uh, wanted me uh, to you know bring this up to you. Um, this was actually involving one of your teammates, uh, Frank yeah. and Dustin. Oh, Frank! That Frank and Dustin. So Frank, what I will tell you is when you put whatever an insane amount of money in from in front of somebody it changes people you know you we went into this as a you know as the four of us from san diego were like okay we're gonna work together zach and ashley are gonna go into eliminations together frank and sam are gonna go into eliminations together we had it set up everything was good to go we talked about it we're all good and then once you get into that house the complete perspective changes you know, we didn't have AC. We didn't have hot water. The food that we had was mediocre at best. Then you put $250,000 in front of you, 
and your morals go out the window at that point because you just want to get to the point where you can get the money. Yeah. And it's so stressful in that house. And mm. I, I cannot explain to you enough of how stressful that house is. And like I, I went to therapy when I got home because my brain, I was so emotionally and mentally fucked from it. Mm-hmm. And Frank just, he's just, he was a hothead at that point. He's gotten a lot better. Um, but he's just, he had a hard time reining it in. Yeah, I spoke with Frank actually earlier um, today. He's uh, He told me mid to uh, late June he wants to come on here, so that should be interesting. Oh, my God, that would be so awesome. I saw him a year ago. We went to Priscilla's wedding, and he apologized. And oh, wow. Yeah, actually, yeah, he apologized for everything, and he, you know, we talked, and that was the first time that I had seen him since the Challenge reunion. Oh, wow. A year ago, so, I mean, that was... So it's 2019. The reunion was filmed in December of 12 for their challenge. So seven years I had had. I mean, we had you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Birthday, you know, things like that. But didn't have really much of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was actually super nervous about going out there for the wedding because I hadn't seen him in so long. And he has changed and grown up so much. I'm so proud of him. And yeah. awesome right so you uh and zach were going into the elimination hall brawl you obviously took care of your business um but zach and cj had what many would consider to be i'd say top three eliminations of all time the challenge so can you uh from firsthand experience can you talk to me a little bit about uh just how crazy and intense that really was well i was I, when we had figured, found out that we were going into elimination, uh, because Zach and I went in to the first one and to, I don't even know, remember what it was called, but anyways, that puzzle one with the water tank. With the water, yeah. Water, water torture. Yeah, that's what it was. And when we went into that, you know, we had kind of decided that depending on which, which one it was next, if we were to go into another elimination that Frank and Ashley would go in. Because it, that was only fair. Yeah. Well, when it was a physical challenge, Frank, you know, not saying that Frank couldn't do it because he's a tank, but obviously the better pick was six foot four, you know, 250 pound, you know, football player that obviously he was made for this game, mm-hmm. or so we thought. And when we're sitting there, and I went through, and I, I, and I beat Jasmine my two out of three, and then Zach got beat. I was just kind of like, "What? What just happened?" Like, like CJ's Tom and Jerry him. Yeah. Like, he like CJ was the road runner, and Zach was Wiley Coyote. Like he outsmarted him. And it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it was a physical challenge, but it, it wasn't, it was all about smarts. And that's when I, when they flipped the coin and it was a a guy's elimination again, I told Zach, I was like, you have to jump over him. I was like, you literally have to hurdle him that first time, hurdle him, because if not, he's going to beat you every time. And he did it. And then that's when the game changed because CJ could no longer go low. Right. 
and he had to he had to muscle his way through and I was scared. I'm not gonna lie, like I was nervous. I was like, I'm not gonna go through all the shit that we've been through just to go home on a physical challenge where you can't win. Like I I I finished my end of the bargain. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. That that that's got to be uh, one of the most insane uh, feats of athleticism, though. In a tiny hallway like that, like you're that big and you hurdle over another man. That's just well, yeah, because you got to be careful because there were bars at the top, like oh wow, metal bars that. Wow. that were whole, that were they they held the structure together so it wouldn't fall apart to the side. Right. So and I mean it's like quarter inch square steel. Like it's not like it's not just like a rebar or you know a piece of two by four or something holding like. And Zach's already tall, so when he when he jumps, you can literally see him tuck his head and launch through. Yeah. And they, I mean, obviously Hall Brawl was, we were the first ones to do it. You were the, yeah. And then, or our, our season was. And then it's it's been back. I mean, how many, I don't even know how many times it's been back. Yeah, they did it the next three seasons after that. And then they brought it back, I think, on Dirty 30, and now they've done it the last three seasons and i've yeah. seen on the trailer for this season it's back again so there you go oh yeah well because so. it, it is it's one of those things that you know you get a good show it's a good physical battle and hopefully nobody gets hurt yeah <laughs> so um how difficult was that final that was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life and there's like there's so like so much time that you know that goes into it because like we got up at like five thirty six o'clock in the morning that morning and we started and we ran that whole first day I don't even remember the order it was in but when we did all that I literally to this day will not run on the beach I will if there's like Oh, people are like, oh, let's go see the sand dunes down at Wright, or Wright's Beach, Wrightsville Beach in North Carolina, which is only like 45 minutes from me. I'm like, y'all can go. I'm going to sit at the house because I ain't doing sand dunes. Won't do it. Won't do sand dunes. I don't know. It was, it's traumatic, man. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was 24, so it was 24 hours. I'd say probably close to like 30 34 hours that we were out there with very little sleep wow yeah so zach's names actually come up a lot um on my podcast i had a uh, trey was actually my first challenge guest and they were rivals partners on rivals too um yeah zach's names come up pretty frequently so um Obviously, you knowing him better than probably most of the guests. What uh, what is uh, Zach like behind the scenes? At least from uh, you know, with you. He's so sweet. I love him so much. He's been. He actually came here. I don't remember if it was after the real world or after the challenge. But he came here and spent a couple of days with me and my family here, and we did a couple of bar parent. We did a bar appearance, and we went to like we went to a Sugarland concert, like. But he's super awesome. He's changed a lot, too, um, from, like, him being on the real world and him in his bigoted small-town small, small town mind, you know, to where he is now. He's a lot better. Um, 
you know, conversations that happen off screen when you're not stressed out, even, even from the real world, you know, help change things, you know, and it, it makes a big difference, you know, and I mean, from our real world season to the challenge that we did together, you can see a, a, a tenfold difference of his attitude towards, towards life. Right. You know, he's a lot happier. He was very, you know, open to a lot of other things, you know, and with, with the real world, he was very like him and Ashley's like relationship was, yeah, out in the open, but like very closed doors when it came to like intimacy, because he just wasn't, you know, accustomed to it. I mean, nobody should be accustomed to PDA on camera. It's it's a normal thing. But, you know, like with him and John A, you know, they were a lot more open about what what was going on. And, you know, obviously we've seen him with Jenna and how they are on the shows. And, you know, I mean, he's he's come a very long way. And, you know, he and I have talked about, you know, the stuff that he had said to me while we were running that final. But like I said, I'm not making excuses or justifying it. But at the same time, when you put $250,000 or however much prize money in front of somebody, all bets are off, man. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so I've read that um, it was Invasion of the Champions. I've read that you and Derek uh, Kosinski um, were alternates and flown out to, I think it was Thailand. So I actually never got flown out. Okay, but Derek, I think, did, though. I think, I think Derek did. But the other, the main thing of that was... I was already casted. I was 100% going. Everything was signed, sealed, delivered. I signed my contract. I got the dates. I got every email. And Ashley Kelsey called me. And she was like, hey, I just listened to my voicemail from like three weeks ago. And the challenge called me and they wanted to know if I was available. Should I say yes? And I was like, screw it. Yeah, say yes. Update. She went. I didn't. Game over. Wow. It's crazy how things work. It, it is, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. You, well, I, actually, what would have happened was the champions ended up going against each other, and Ashley in that first elimination ended up going against uh, Car Maria in that uh, pole wrestle. So the odds are that would have been, uh, you know, you. Yeah, that would have been so much fun. Oh, my yeah. God. I never got to go against Car Maria because Car Maria wasn't there very long with uh with us you know i mean i i don't even know yeah i think it was episode three or four or something yeah well and the super crazy part is is that Mm -hmm. from our battle of the seasons yeah he's in it was real world sydney that was there like isaac ashley kellyanne and dunbar uh, dunbar all flew out with us like they were with us the whole time like from the time we we like we sat for like ten hours waiting for like production to start and things like that, and we were sitting outside of the arena, and all of a sudden the product like some of the producers come by and they're like, okay, real world safety, you need to come with us, and we're like, okay, like all right, this is probably for like the show and like they're gonna surprise us later and like bring them back in at some point. They, when we got back to the house at night, all their shit was gone. Suitcases, everything. And we were like, what is going on? 
Like, this is super weird, you know? And then when we got to the first challenge, the Don't Cross Me Challenge, and Fresh Meat showed up, we were like, we were mind blown. We had no idea. And if you look at their shirts, there's like tape Car- over them. And they're like, yeah. they're like ironed on things. Like clearly they were not prepared to bring that team out because they thought some, everything was good to go. But apparently somebody's physical came back with yeah. something from what I understand. But yeah, that was yeah. crazy. I'm sure you're aware um, Derek does his podcast, The uh, Challenge Mania. Isaac went on that um, a few months ago and said that they had kept them in a room and then they told them that the lawyers from New York told them that uh, it was his physical, right? Um, or, or he had a condition. So then he went and saw the doctor and they, the doctor told him that they never said that. So he said still to this day, they have no clue. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, here's here's the way my brain works. I don't know if you've seen the contracts that we have to sign, but they're like this thick, single, single spaced, only on the front, like legal shit. And the only thing that I could think of is maybe somebody leaked something about something or when they took all when they take all your electronics, somebody got somebody got something out to somebody of where we're going or who's there and whatnot. And I mean, that's kind of what I think, because they take that shit seriously. Like, there's a fine list that I've seen, and I'm just like, yo, that shit's nuts. Like. Yeah. I mean, I actually had a theory. Um, I mean, I don't know how, you know, likely this is, but I definitely uh, wouldn't put it past MTV if, um, because obviously Camilla, who technically wasn't even on a fresh meat season, she did like a spring break challenge. Yeah. My theory is that they just wanted to get her come on the uh, season. You know, we'll never know, but that's my. Uh, it could have been, but that was that was the wrong season for Camilla. Like, I don't think I don't think that that season fit her very well. I think that if. If Car Maria had better, I'm not saying that Brand Brandon's a great competitor, but if Car Maria had a better fourth option of a male competitor, other than Easy, I really think that they could have gone far. Car Car's yeah. a great a great challenger, you know. Her political game necessarily isn't the greatest, but at the same time, when it comes down to physical and you know just power. She's a fucking racehorse. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely could have had, like, you know, plenty of other options other than, like, I think what they did was kind of just, you know, had to scramble last minute. Those were the four that um, were most, you know, available at that time. And there's not much yeah. you could really do when your supposed team is, you know, flying home last second and you need to pull a team in ready for a challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... I think that, yeah, what you said about Camilla not really fitting that season, because Team Sydney, I mean, most of those people that were, you know, there, um, they, I think they definitely fit, um, you know, the kind of theme of what was going on that season. People that weren't really mainstay, you know what I mean? I, I, that would have been interesting to see. Cause, um, I think so, too. I mean, Dunbar, yeah, I don't know how 
politically that would have sh uh, shaken out because, you know, Dunbar had already won a season. Kellyanne had been to the finals. So, I mean, I don't know if they would have been on your end of the thick or uh, with a Wes and those guys. I don't know. I spent, when we were in the airport, I spent quite a bit of time with Kellyanne and just hanging out with her and talking to her and stuff. And, you know, I mean, she was super cool. And then I think it's crazy that Zach ended up dating Ashley years later. Yeah. You know, and I was, it was, it was just a weird, it was just a weird thing that I never saw coming. Mm -hmm. Oh, so. Zach ended up dating the Ashley from... Actually, was her last name Feldman or whatever it is? Oh, no. I think that was from New Orleans. Is she New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Then who was Trey the said that, too. He, it was, it was oh, Ashley Ro uh, Robson. Was it? I don't know. Your guess was, is... Yeah, the, the, girl, the girl from Sydney's name was Ashley. Um, yeah. But... They Feldman. weren't there long enough for me to remember. We took yeah. a flight with them, and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> so this question obviously always comes up frequently with uh, people we haven't seen in a while. Um, they always want to know, how recent have you been called or had the opportunity to come back? So now I'm going to ask you. So the last one that I got called for was Invasion. So for season 30. Uh, that was what, back? I actually, when I was looking for the Skype fight... Yeah, it, well, I got and I got the call um, sometime like October 2016 when they started started uh, phone calls and stuff. So that, but that mm -hmm. was the last cool. call that I got, and I don't know, man, life's life's just different now. Had I had I stayed in it and stayed yep. a consistent face, maybe I'd be, you know, I I don't know where I would be. Yeah, yeah. Do you still watch it though? Um, I actually don't have cable, so, like, oh. I catch, like, the recaps on Instagram when they do the I, the Instagram TV thing. I'll watch those, but other than that, like, I don't really, really keep up with it. I haven't kept up with it in years. I think I watched a little bit of Invasion of the Champions, but I the format was weird. I watched a little bit of Free Agents because I thought that one was cool, how, like, it was a different concept and it wasn't right. you know eight teams of four or two teams of you know ten or whatever it was you know that just the, the the process was different than that i thought that was pretty cool mm -hmm. um but yeah i haven't i haven't really watched much and it's not not due to the fact that i don't want to i just i don't have the means to you know yeah if it came back on hulu like it used to be on hulu then we would all be okay here Netflix. Yeah. yeah, we need to get it on Netflix. Was it Netflix? I don't know. We need to get back, though, because I would re I'd go back and rewatch them. Yeah. No doubt. So, um, kind of like a last question now. What have you been up to since we last seen you? Um, so, since you guys last seen me, that was 2012. A long time ago now. Um... I've had quite a few different jobs since then. I was with a girl for about four and a half years after I left or after I did the real world San Diego. Uh, her and I have since obviously broken up. Um, been kind of off and on singles like the whole time as far as relationships go. But I, um, 
I work for Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield now. So I work in the healthcare industry, but I work uh, in the Medicaid division. And so that's what I meant earlier about help. I get to help people every day, right? you know, especially in this time that we're going through right now with the coronavirus and everything, you know, there's a lot okay. of people out there that, that need the help. And for me to be able to, you know, help out with their healthcare system and make it better and easier for them to have access is a really cool thing that, you know, I've been able to do for the past about a year and a half now. That's awesome. Well, uh, it was a pleasure getting to speak with you and uh, have you on today. Yeah, it was, not, it was nice meeting you. And uh, I, I, when you have Frank on, tell him I said hello. Yeah, I was actually talking to Nate, too, from your season. Shut up. I was supposed to go down to see him next weekend. Too. I yeah, mean, you got to get on him. He agreed to do it, but then he's kind of been ghosting me lately. So. Do you, he had a new phone number. Yeah, you so. need to get on Get on this. Yeah, I was actually talking on Facebook. That's uh, uh. Well, I'll 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 get on his ass. I've he's I've seen him more times since I've seen anybody out of my real <laughs> world cast members. Well, his brother lives an hour from me, so wow. he's up here all the time. He and I have spent holidays, birthdays, Christmases, New Year's, so many things together over the past almost. I mean, shit. Next June will be ten years since we've done it. Wow. And if you would, yeah, if you would have told me that I would have had spent the most time with him, I would have said you were crazy. But he is, he's awesome. And mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get on his ass for you. <laughs> thank you. Well, uh, hope you're taking care and staying safe during this. And uh, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Peace out.